Oh, well, hello, everybody. I'm Dell Shores. And I'm Emerson Collins, and this is the Dell and Emerson Show. Straight talk. Real gay. Oh, Memorial Day weekend, Pride Month. But before we get to any of that, everyone can see you have a brand new set, Dell Shores. Where are you? What's happening? Well, I'm staying at a hotel in West Hollywood, and you're you're sputtering because the internet here is not like at my house. Can so you hear I me? Just, I can hear you. I can hear that's you. Right. And that's oh. what we talked about. So as long as I can kind of hear you, that's okay. So yeah, you know, because of the shit water that uh, came into my uh, bathroom, that uh, they have to now do redo the whole bathroom. So I'm out of my house for a while, and. I'm staying here with the three little bitches in WeHo. Oh, but are the ladies enjoying their like trip to a new location? They they seem to be now. At first, they're very confused. And I'm telling you that elevator freaks Gracie out every single time. She pulls, puts on the brakes. I'm not getting in. I'm not getting in. Uh, you think it's a coffin? I don't know why she does this. She just, she backs up. One time she, I, I was like, ah, because I thought the doors were going to close, but even her little six pound body stopped the doors. Oh, she, she said, no, wait. Well, it looks real cute. Oh, it is cute. It's cute. And there's a rooftop, uh, you know, with a bar and a pool. And oh, so I might see the business. Not a bad way to camp, you know? It's just not a bad way to camp. I was going to say, this version of glamping, I mean, so sorry about the shit water, but, you know, a rooftop pool isn't a terrible backup housing situation. Yeah. I mean, the truth is, I've been back three times because I keep forgetting things. Uh, one, one, very important thing was marijuana. I did not, I forgot oh, the marijuana yeah. and, and lube, you know, and lube because I just, you know, I'm in West Hollywood. I'm living with hope in my heart. Now, um, wait, is there CBD lube? There's what? Is there CBD lube? Oh, no, that's not CBD. Well, I'm sure there is. There's CBD everything now. Hey, guys, does anybody know? Is there CBD lube? Do we, are we behind? Do we need to get it? Find out if there's CBD lube and what does it do? Also, Erica wasn't in the show last week because she was camping. She texted me today that our in-show researcher was unavailable because she was in the woods or something. Oh, I just lost a little bit of respect for her camping. I mean, why camp when you can have this? <laughs> That's right. You and Blake, the indoor, you know, camping should include room service. That's all I'm going to say about that. Isn't it the truth? <laughs> Before we get lost in the weekend, y'all, we have a great show today. In a little while, a very special guest, a friend we know and love, writer, director, actor, Matt Hayes, is coming to talk about his new podcast, Fagnostic. I love that name. We got Bills, 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 adoption agency assholes, a drag queen grad, an outed as straight candidate, a cringy group text, animal pride merch, Troy Savon's song, big, bigot boat karma, and more. I don't think there's anything but cringy group text. <laughs> You're on like 74 group texts. You have more I know. Texts I do us. love I do love my group text with my family. So that that I do like. Bang 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 bang. This just on running monologue of family conversations, keeping in touch. But I I do not like it when I get this group text from like somebody that has decided to include me and all their friends that I don't even know. I don't well, like no. that. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I don't want I don't need to meet your randoms. This is not a meet and greet. Yeah, exactly. So well, I, and then 
I can't ever figure out how to leave the, the group. And uh -huh. so anyway. Um, well, it was the Memorial Day weekend. How did everybody spend it? And it is Pride Month. It is so nice to have a president that issued a pride proclamation talking about the challenges facing our community, the Equality Act, trans people, all these things. How was your Memorial Day? Wait, did you see Kamala Harris put out a tweet that said, enjoy the long weekend and people lost their minds. Why did they lose their mind? I don't I mean, understand. I'll Even be honest, if you're, I get it. Like if Trump had put out an "Enjoy the Long Weekend," we would have had liberals and progressives, as far as the eye can see, saying it is about remembering the lives lost. It's just partisan bullshit. Uh, but obviously, she did lots of honoring of the actual uh, service members who lost their lives serving our democracy. But they just love that crap. Yeah, it's anything. It just seems like it's like anything now. Just a just a fling from both sides. It's like you're not going to do this right. You're not going to do this right. You're not doing this right. You're not going to do this right. I still think you can you can remember those that were fallen and still uh, have a good enjoy the weekend. I, I was mean, about to I say. think you could do both. Yeah. And what did you do? Did you have fun, or was it just mostly moving into the new hotel? It was. I taught. I actually taught all all weekend. I don't know why I didn't cancel some of those because it seemed like half of the, my students <laughs> they, they decided said, well, we're not. This is a holiday. We're not doing. I'm going to go to on, on the lake. Uh, but uh, but I did. I yeah. I, I I was a little bit like I got to get out of here. I got to get. What do I need for the next days? And so and 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 you know, it's not just that. It's like it's like packing up the, all the shit in the bathroom. I mean, it's it it's. It was work. It was some work. Well, of course, it's like moving. But you did something fun. I did. We still didn't go anywhere far away, mainly because y'all, clearly all of America was like, all right, we're vaccinated. We're doing things and everything was expensive. So we did Friday night movie in and then Saturday night, we went out to an actual real life movie theater with reclining leather seats and saw Cruella. And it and was said it was amazing i loved it y'all emma thompson and emma stone knew what they were doing everyone involved in the movie understood what movie they were making it was high camp it was high drag every time emma thompson threw something i squealed like i like pride month started in that seat on saturday night it was just glorious nonsense I would love to just throw things like that. You know, whenever you read about like this showrunner through this or Roseanne through a Coke can at a showrunner or whatever, I think I've never been one to throw things. Have you? Well, spoiler alert, full on throws everything that ends up in her hands at any point in the movie. Like I just can't be bothered with, with dealing with this now and off it gets tossed. Uh, and the other piece of it that was super exciting is there is a full on real live, obviously queer homosexual in this movie. Uh, it's played by actor, out actor, John McRae. Uh, his name, the character's name is Artie. And it is not one of those, ooh, they hugged in the background. Ooh, they winked. He's a real character. He has multiple scenes. He saves one of the main characters during a big fight sequence. It is a real, obviously queer character in a Disney movie. Awesome. Well, I'm going to go with my daughter, Rebecca. We have been going to see Disney movies for many, many, many years, uh, about yeah. 30 now. 
So. Oh, I love that. I mean, you will love it. And I saw some people say like, well, he doesn't say he's gay. I mean, he does not fuck a man in the movie. No, but he was obviously gay enough to upset conservatives. This guy said, the new Disney Cruella with Emma Stone just ruined my childhood with an openly flamboyant gay in the movie. Disney persists shoving the LGBT agenda down our throat. You know, I realize- I, just, I, love, it. I love it so much when they say down our throat, down our you know, throat. I realized something, cause you know, they're always talking about us shoving stuff down their throats. And you know, we like that. I realized, you know what the problem is? They all still have gag reflexes. Oh, and and you, uh, what, you what's the line? I was born without a gag reflex. Need I say more? Correct. You know, we got rid of ours. They're just upset because they still have one. So every time we shove something down their throat, they vomit a little bit. Ugh. Oh, it's just like who is Omar Navarro? What does he do? I don't even know who he is. Just one of those conservative trolls. I just it made my heart happy. Um, and then sat around my house. Just some nice, and then you know, took some time to think about the service people on Monday. Well, good. It's all good. Well, we we I, I love I, I loved your review of Cruella because I you know people are so hard on everything, and I I just I told Rebecca I said I just want to be I just want to make that the first movie back for us to go into a theater and watch. And I was impressed. People managed to behave for the most part, except the person who was on their cell phone as the movie started going. Now we're in theater one. Most people seem to understand how to behave in public. Well, there's always, I mean, even before the pandemic, there was always that one. I know. just decided to answer the phone and, uh, yeah. you know, you know, you know. I know. For and some. For some. I'm sorry. I'm I'm talking. It's it's because it's so delayed. I I so apologize, Emerson. I'm not I'm not trying to oh. talk over you. It it's kind of delayed for me. Look, so I hope it I hope it, it looks okay for you guys in, at home. Tell me if it does, and uh, I'm not going to worry. Yeah, Just it does. Tell. It looks it looks great over here. But and y'all look, he's on that inter that computer internet at a hotel, and you know people are using that for a lot of travel porn. So if the signal comes and goes, that's why. Next time I will I will I will I will pony up and buy the nine ninety nine upgrade. So, but I did I taught a Zoom yesterday and it went flawlessly. So I thought I was good, but I should have. Then uh, they don't have any Ethernet in the hotel for me. Say so, they didn't. Oh wait, Zana answered your throwing things earlier. She said I used to throw and break remotes before I got some therapy. <laughs> We're so glad that you got therapy because there are some things it's like, you know, I always think it's so funny with someone like, you know, in a movie throws the cell phone in the lake. Yeah. And then it's kind of like, well, that was a stupid impulse. I know. I don't I've never understood. Why do you throw your own things? I get throwing somebody else's stuff, but throwing your own stuff. Who are you hurting here? Yeah. Laura, what we are supposed to do here is the LGBTQ news and nonsense. We hope you had a wonderful holiday weekend, whether you're watching on Facebook or on YouTube or on Periscope, on Twitter, live with us, say hi. Feel free to comment along. If you're listening back later on the iTunes or Spotify or somewhere, we're grateful to you for tuning in as well. We appreciate y'all. Uh, you know, I realize our tips have been dwindling over the, you know, over the recent months. Otherwise, we could afford that high-speed internet. <laughs> I know, right? It's 
Someone send me $9.99 so I can upgrade on Friday. I'll upgrade. Let me upgrade. I will do it. I will do it. Don't worry. I got this one covered. I will do it. <laughs> I'll send you that extra penny. Um, oh, but starting no, off no, no. with some of our actual, our bills, 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 can you pay my bills segment. Unfortunately, today, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who seems to be setting up his 2024 run, signed their anti-trans student athlete bill this morning. So uh, we'll have to go to court in Florida to fight that, frustrating. Um, Texas did manage to keep their voter suppression bill off. The Democrats walked out of that house the other night to keep them from having a quorum. I loved that so much. You saw that, didn't you? Oh my God. I was reading Greg Abbott this morning. I said, like, wasn't it on your dime that uh, 151 people died during when you didn't even upgrade the grid. And the, it, I mean, he's like, "Oh, we're gonna take care of this. All right, we got to make them come back." Oh, fuck you! But I, I loved it because you know I am a compromised person. But y'all, this is where we are at: walking out, stopping progress. I mean, we are six months into this administration, basically, with no signs of Republicans in either house at the federal level working with us. We have to do what we have to do to pass legislation that matters for our people. It's why we elected these people. And if you got to walk out of a building to stop some bullshit from happening, walk out. It was so gay. Yes. I just felt like it was just like, oh, let's just walk out. Uh-huh. <laughs> Be like storming dramatically out. Um, yeah, we also I, had, I, go ahead. And, 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 Do you hear me? Can you hear me now? No, and now it's oh, now I'm really worried. Well, just stay there for a second. Oh no, no, I'm I'm hearing you now. Okay, okay sorry. Good. And then we did have some progress um, on HIV legislation in two different states. In Illinois, their Senate passed the House bill to repeal the law that made it a criminal offense for someone with HIV to have consensual sex without a condom. The governor will sign it. It was the only Illinois law that criminalized a medical condition. And in Nevada, they didn't fully decriminalize, but passed both houses to repeal the law that made it a felony for an HIV positive person to intentionally, knowingly, or willfully engage in contact that's intended or likely to transmit the disease. Now it's a warning, then a misdemeanor. And we've talked about it a bunch of times, but remembering that laws that criminalize HIV, they are outdated, they are discriminatory, they are dangerous, and they don't meet with current science. It discourages people from getting tested and getting treatment. So getting these laws off the book and increasing education so that people understand that undetectable means untransmissible. So great work by activists uh, and the leaders in both of those states. Yay. Yes, 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 yes. And I love this. Thank you for this story, Emerson. I knew it made you would. Oh my God, I laughed so hard. So there's a TikTok user, uh-oh, big boy. He posted a video of instant bigot boat karma over the weekend. Now, here's what happens. There's this, the video was tweeted by one of them who is trans and queer who said, these people harassed my family because we were flying gay pride flags in Moses Lake, Washington by racing around us and shouting gay slurs. Then their boat literally blew up. I hate to rejoice y'all, but nobody wow. got hurt. Uh, it, so in the video, you see these people on this bigot boat. They're they're in the water. That well, first of all, they're just they're driving around yelling and flipping them off. 
And then very shortly later, the boat just ignites into fire and they are just like, you know, jumping off like rats and swimming. Uh, and, and guess who they had to swim to, to get to safety, to the people that they were flipping off. And the TikToker said we were nicer than they were. One followed up with, and one, one more tidbit to really drive this carman there, the driver literally shit his pants and everybody saw when his shorts fell off into the water. So he had a big load, y'all, enough that the shorts fell off into the water. Can you imagine screaming at somebody, bigot, bullshit, homophobia, and then your boat ignites and you have to say, throw me a life raft. I mean, it's, it's just brilliant. I laughed so hard. I mean, I knew out of the Memorial Day weekend, we would get some nonsense of like people doing, you know, people get on the lake, get on those boats, get a little drunk and get stupid. Uh, but the this instant karma story that they like seeing that woman flip them off and then the cut to their boat just fully on fire. You know, if all karma worked that quickly, we'd all be nicer people. You know, here's the deal, Emerson. You know, for years, we've been blamed for hurricanes. We've been blamed for tornadoes and yes. you know, earthquakes. And then, really, I think that, that this is kind of proves that sometimes uh, if there's a God, he's just said, oh, no, uh-uh, you're not uh -huh. going to do that. Bam. Oh, God, she's up there just flipping switches like, Psh, oops, set that boat on fire. Oops. Happy Pride, y'all. <laughs> like, literally, as Pride Month starts, I just laugh. So that woman, the one, like, with her finger in the air, just mm, riding around thinking they're all hot shit, and then he ended up with shitty shorts. <laughs> shit is pants to the degree that they fell off. They I mean, fell. also, sir, what did you eat? How much did you eat? I mean, yeah, how okay. big a dump did you take? Or is the elastic on his shorts broken? I mean... Uh, otherwise, sir, I mean, you talk about dropping kids off at the pool and losing some weight. Why, why are shit stories so funny? <laughs> it just always is. It is just never not. I'm never going to grow up enough to not find a shitty short story. Absolutely hilarious. As Barbara said, shit happens. Uh-huh, it does. <laughs> right. Uh, Rob said, if the pants fell off for that reason, they aren't pants, they are a diaper. <laughs> Make it think probably those straight boy, real baggy, you know, those baggy uh -huh. shorts. Or That's those, what they were. Or those boxer shorts where the seams are on the sides of your butt cheeks, not down the center, so it doesn't chafe your crack, but it always looks a little poopy. Oh, God. Um, anyway... <laughs> In actual frustrating news out of Kentucky, Sunrise Children's Services is a foster care and adoption agency affiliated with a Baptist church. So you can see where this is going. They're refusing to sign a contract with the state of Kentucky mandated for all organizations providing child welfare services in the state because they want an exemption to discriminate against LGBTQ couples. Now, they are one of the largest providers for abused and abandoned children in Kentucky, Currently, they have 800 children in their care, and this contract provides the vast majority of their funding. But an attorney for the organization says they won't sign it by the July 1st deadline. They won't sign it at all. 
basically they are willing to put the children in their care at risk of losing their funding in order to maintain their right to be bigots. And their attorney defended them against allegations of religious indoctrination, saying it's outrageous and they willingly and gladly accept LGBTQ children while trying to explain why they want to discriminate against us as adults. And he rejected the insinuations that the group supports conversion therapy meant to turn the gay kids there straight. This is really important and a reminder that that Fulton versus City of Philadelphia case that's the Supreme Court, the Catholic Social Services Organization that refused to sign the Philly City contract for the same region, reason, we should get that result probably this month. There were some people that thought we would get the decision today. And that will be also a big bellwether telling us how this current extremely conservative court is going to rule on issues directly affecting our community. It will likely affect this case as well. So we will have that for you as soon as that result comes out. But lots of news probably coming for our community as the decisions start coming this month. And just, yeah, y'all remember June is a huge month for Supreme Court decisions. It was June 26th is when we uh, got our wonderful decision um, back in 2015. Uh, so uh, another story that made me laugh because I, 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 you know, I, I don't know about the rest of you, but I get a little tired of people sending me TikToks all day long. But every now and then there are some that go, OK, this was worth it. So uh, Jacob A. Dockery graduated from Temple University School of Dentistry to accept his diploma. He walked in the ceremony in full glam as a drag queen, Ruth canal the audience hooted and hollered and then he posted this video on tiktok with hashtag doctor hashtag lgbt hashtag drag queen uh there was also a follow-up that i liked even more because you know me uh it's very drunk ruth canal laid out in a construction site with the dirtiest feet i've ever seen uh except on children when i was growing up in texas her gown was hiked up. She was scarfing down late night food as a friend sings. I dreamed a little dream from Les Mis. Uh, you can look at all of these. They're right yeah. there at the top. Of, Wait, of I got this it. one for everyone to enjoy because Ruth Canal, first of all, that's oh, a great, great name. Uh, and it's I dreamed a dream. It's not a little dream. Eponine dreamed a giant, huge, sad torch song dream. But here's Ruth after graduation. Hey. When hope was high and life worth living, Just I dreamed that love would never In this construction, <laughs> the wig's gone. The wig's just gone. <laughs> I dreamed that kind of like God like would be for giving. The I had a dream. <laughs> just, I mean, if you can't celebrate... Your Train wreck. To celebrate your graduation with your wig off and your shoes off, laying on the street eating pizza. I don't know how you can. Can there you imagine? another one. He has yeah. such a great sense of humor. I just loved it. I just loved it so much. And there was another TikTok. I got kind of down his rabbit hole of TikToks where he, he was in, in, you know, looking as a boy and he uh, showed his pretty teeth and then he turned around and he goes, and it had these fake, teeth and he said can i make you some dentures <laughs> i gotta be honest i want to go to ruth canal as my my drag queen dentist 
and I want her to be in drag at my dental appointment. Just singing Little Shop of Horrors. I don't know. Temple, I don't know where that, I don't know where he's going to be practicing. I didn't see where, where yeah, he's be setting up shop. But I, I absolutely would switch and go to a drag queen dentist. Oh, are you kidding? If he showed up in drag to make it just a little more tolerable. Also, I want him to lip sync to, to, to the dentist song from Little Shop of Horrors dressed as Yes! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good for you, Ruth Canal. Um, this next story, we've done a lot of stories about out LGBTQ candidates and the challenges they face and helped raise money, a little bit of money for them as they run. This next story is sort of back ass words. Uh, a candidate running for city council in Tijuana, Mexico, is being sued for pretending to be bisexual to get votes. Not being closeted, not running as an out candidate, but running as an out candidate, but not being actually in our community hoping that it would help up his chances. Teresita Diaz Estrada, a local LGBTQ advocate, says this candidate signed a document saying he's bisexual when he's not. She says he said in a meeting that he didn't realize that he had signed and claimed to be bisexual and that it led to a big fight with his wife. If you're not bisexual, you can't say you're part of the community. Now, he claims the whole thing is a big misunderstanding and that he never meant to say he was bisexual, but Teresita believes he intentionally lied because he thought it would help boost his election chances. But all it really did was, she said, steal someone's place from a minority group. She says, this is committing fraud against a vulnerable community that's been victimized for a long time. But according to her, 10 of the 28 candidates running for office in Tijuana have publicly said they support the LGBTQ community. But I just thought it was fascinating for the first time somebody claiming to be one of us to get us excited and then being like, oh, just kidding, it upset my wife and I'm not really bi and oops, I didn't mean to say it. And now she sued it. Well, I'm taking this as progress. Uh, yeah. <laughs> say, oh, we're the cool kids, I guess. It's of course, we're, finally, we're finally uh, an incentive. <laughs> it's like, they're like uh, it's that thing of like dressing up like one of us as the cool kids when it's convenient for you, but not having to do it when you're the one getting beaten up in the street. Um, right. We're, but good for you, Teresita. She is holding this feet to the fire. She said, nope, you cannot do no. this. No, uh -uh. no, 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 Prove no, 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 Prove, Prove it, it, sir. I know. Okay, show, sir, suck a dick. Just a little. Just, just, just put a little bit of the head in your mouth, but like it's a microphone. Show us. <laughs> all right. Well, we've all, we've all done some, uh, mixed up texting in our lives texting the wrong person and this one this one takes the cake there's a man was ready to get out of lockdown and back into the dating and he made a huge mistake while trying to be economical with his time british will gathered up all the numbers he had matched with on bumble and when he went to send them messages the problem is he sent them all in one group text so 14 people got the message that said hey stranger we matched on bumble last year we didn't meet due to COVID. i just arrived back in the city and i was wondering if you're still single british will uh, then he, he named the group british wills angels he's very confident sir um well it did not go well uh they had a field day Ooh, did you just text 14 girls at once? That one has, you know, she's related to Maggie Smith. Uh, oh. One pitched them all getting together on her rooftop. Will respectfully suck a dick. Uh, 
What must uh, be his number, says, uh, ha ha, massive fail on my side. And then one says, hey, we actually met on Grinder." <laughs> the two said they actually met up with him and he's a catfish. So, Will, I think what we've proven here is you're not very smart. I, like, first of all, I love that as you read the group thread, it was like a group thread among the cast of Downton Abbey. Like, apparently, British <laughs> Los Angels are just Anna downstairs, Mary upstairs, old lady Maggie. It's just all of Downton Abbey on a text thread. It was, and, and Mrs. What's her name? The cook, Mrs. Oh, Pat, Pat is Pat is Patterworth, Pat, Paddington. What is it, Mrs. P? I forget. Yeah. One was one was Daisy. <laughs> oh, Daisy. I can just see Daisy looking at the group thread. No, no. Remember when she couldn't decide whether to marry that poor boy or not before he went up to die? She was all worried. She was she was very fickle, that Daisy. There she it is. She's always there. having a hard time committing. Miss Padmore. Padmore. Yes, Miss Padmore. Miss Padmore. Miss Padmore. She's gotta make a she's gotta make a meat pie. <laughs> but poor Will, like he went through all of his things. The funny thing is, I sort of appreciate that he thought, you know what, the world's opening up. Let me look back at everyone I talked to this year and who might be possibilities. For single people that were stuck inside for 14, 15 months, I kind of understand casting the net as wide as you can and seeing if you catch one fish or eight. But the, these women are like, let's get together. We're going to meet up on a rooftop and have a party at your expense. And he's still getting these notifications. Like, through the conversation, I want to know at what point he left the group text. Like, I can't. That just bless bless my heart. Yeah. Did it, you think he left or you, you stayed to, to watch? You just and you just made me think of. I mean, you use the, the wide net. That's another Maggie Smith quote from Downton Abbey. Ooh, we're casting a wide net tonight. <laughs> Absolutely. I love so much you like living the, the Downton life in the last month and a half. Oh, it'll it'll dissipate pretty soon. But I just finished, so I just love. That's I just love it. it. It brings me great joy. Uh, we have reached the halfway house of our show, which means it's time for a commercial, and then we're going to get to our special guest. If you enjoy what we do here on the Dell and Emerson show, and you were sitting on a pile of money with a few coins or hundreds and hundreds of dollars you don't know what to do with, you can send them to us. As a tip to at Emerson Collins or on PayPal to Beard Collins Shores Productions at gmail.com. Thank you to those who do, to those of you who can't. The best thing you can do for us right now, if you love this, is tell your friends to listen. Tell them they can sign up for the podcast on iTunes or Spotify, and then it'll just tell them when there's a new one and they won't even have to think about it. Uh, get us some new subscribers that's a thing you can do for free thank you to jigs who did send the 9.99 dell for your uh oh thank, jigs, thank you gonna, i promise i'll upgrade the uh, with jigs money i'll, I'll yeah no uh, we gotta you, get jigs. one more because right now you only get four 4.98 of that i will throw in the rest i got a five here i got a five here uh, <laughs> um kitty thank yes, you seriously thank you all for um for all your help uh, with yes. with this keeping our podcast alive and well and um we we love doing this we do and now we are going to get to our very special guest now obviously you all as regular listeners know him he's extremely important in our world he is a writer a director a producer with us he produced the film of Dell's six characters in search of a play on his own. He crowdfunded, wrote, 
produced and starred in the short film Cognitive that played at more than 20 film festivals across five continents. It won five awards or more. And he has a brand new podcast is the reason we're making him come join us today. It is called Fagnostic. Now y'all know I love a portmanteau. I love wordplay. And I am so obsessed with the title of this. Uh, Dell and I did the second episode last week. Uh, so you can listen to that anywhere. You listen to podcasts on Spotify, on iTunes. I will put the link in the chat room. And we're going to let him come tell us why he's doing this and why you should listen and how much we love him. Please welcome to the show our very good friend, Matt Hayes. Hi, everyone. I've so long. Thank you for that, Emerson. Well, I needed to get you to at least a, an emotional half chub. Um, well, you far succeeded the the emotional half. Let me let me tell you. Um, but also, I will say, wait, and I'm not I'm not done. You know, we talk a lot about what we do and everything, and Matt has been a huge part of making our world function for many years now. He is a very good friend, and it's a great joy to make him sit on the screen and talk about his own work for a minute. I just put the link in the chat room, uh, so subscribe right now. Where did the idea for this podcast come from? Because I'm pissed at Jesus. Um, no, yeah. it, truly. Uh, no, but it was more, it's not that I'm, I'm pissed at Jesus. It's that I'm pissed at the people who claim to, to love Jesus. Um, and I, uh, over the past, I mean, several years of, of my own, you know, adult life, uh, you know, we all have questions about whatever and we go through whatever to, to then hopefully decide what we believe and if we believe in anything. Um, and over the past couple of years since Cognitive, I just started digging deeper into my mind of, of you know, what do I, not only what do I believe, but what do I want to believe? Um, and it just wasn't clear. And so I made it a point to just get to know more belief systems. Uh, and then just during the pandemic, I started collecting kind of contacts about um, from different religious leaders and, and institutions. And that's kind of where this came from. And uh, recently I just decided, I felt like I was kind of at a stalemate with my career and just, I wasn't seeing much. I wasn't going out for auditions much. Um, and I said, you know what, screw it. Like I, I'm in interested in this, I'm curious. Uh, and, and I had enough encouragement from folks like you guys uh, to, to do it. So that's where it came from. And we're getting great reviews. Um, we, in one week we had over 170 downloads, which was pretty cool. Uh, and I didn't think that we would, you know, uh, make that much of a splash right off the bat, but that was really encouraging. So, yeah. And that's three times more than ours this week. Well, okay. Well, hopefully we can do some cross marketing here, um, that's for this, this, yes, this crossover episode. <laughs> Guys, I'm not going to contribute as much as I normally would because I can barely hear either one of you. You're sputtering, but I do want to ask Matt a question. Uh, I just want to, I mean, the title, we love the title so much. And I'm wondering if, as you approach other guests, has it ever been a turnoff, uh, the title? Not, your, your, not yet. Can you hear me okay now, Dell? Is that better? Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm getting most of it, yes. Okay. I've not mastered, I also look very verklempt right now because I just got out of the shower. Um, yeah, so not yet, but um, there have been some people, I did a, a big boost on Facebook, and there have been several people that have sent me messages trying to witness to me. Um, and so that, that's very exciting to me, I know. One of them got on to me for not capitalizing the letter G in God uh, because his father, um, had a capital G and should be revered. And then I sent him a meme that said, God's pronouns are they and them and theirs. Um, but, you know, if there is one, I haven't heard back from him. His name was Clayton with a K. Oh, 
was it just one K or three? One. <laughs> oh my God. go together. I know. Oh my gosh. Wait, I love, and that's actually what I love about the name because you are starting a really interesting conversation. I will tell for our listeners. I talked with you about stuff on the episode of our, that you did with us that in eight years of talking about Southern Baptist Sissies, I've not talked about that way before. You are creating interesting conversation and offending some people for free publicity just reminds me of when we were touring Southern Baptist Sissies to film festivals and I would email every Baptist church in the town where the film festival screening was going to be trying to upset somebody. Yes. <laughs> we had made too much progress. Nobody cared that much. I was vaguely annoyed. Right. <laughs> Did you ever just get one response from a pastor and that was it? Yes, I got three that were really reasonable. One in Alabama, I forget, one in North Carolina, and then one that was like, kind of like, I'll pray for you, basically. But nobody was upset enough to come protest, and that was very disappointing. That is a shame. I, I hope that I get more than more than just messages from Clayton, because I love drama, and I, I, I like to be a part of it. So bring it on. Yes, cover the names and post them on your socials. We love a little Please. controversy. And we know that my social media can often, um, not to the extent that our good friend Del Shores can, but my social media can sometimes spur some some conflict. <laughs> uh, so, 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 Matt, um, I also want to know because um, you ask us this question on on your your show: uh, Are you a believer? <laughs> uh, I, I actually will answer uh, similar to how you did and that I'm a believer of people. Um, and the more that I try to decide if I believe in a divine or a God, the more that I am uh, coming to the place of God is the space between people. God is the energy between interaction. Um, and that's kind of where I am now. So, so I'm not a believer in the sense that I ask my guests guests if they are, but I am a believer in, and because if I'm not a believer in what God means, which is goodness, equality, love, compassion, then I can't believe in anything. So I hope that I maintain that belief uh, because it's, it's one of the few things that gets me up in the morning is, is the hope that those things will prevail in this world. I yeah. love that. Been Go ahead. No, no, no. I was just going to say, since I've known you, there's been quite an evolution into where in your spirituality and your belief system. You're so right. I've, tr I've desperately clung to any remnants of my Christian Christian upbringing that I could. But the more that I live, the more that I realize there's very little that I can hold on to. Well, but it's what I love about you doing this, because <clears throat> weirdly, faith tends to get talked about at people after a certain age rather than with people and making space for people to share whether they're unsure to share the conflicts that they have around it and how particularly in many kinds of faith people in our community struggle it's not exclusive to even christianity based um other major faiths that people in our community struggle with their faith and their sexuality and making a space to talk about that and let people share in a long format that's not combative and just gives us all things to think about is such an incredible nuanced com contribution to our culture. I hope so. I really do. My goal is for people, for this to encourage people just to talk about it, even if not with other people themselves. Because how many times do we shut those thoughts off in our head because of 
the trauma that came from, you know, being forced to fear God in the afterlife growing up. But I feel like if I'm going to come to a place of believing in the afterlife, it's going to be because I'm forcing myself to have these kinds of conversations. Yeah. Well, and, and let's, let's be honest. I mean, for a lot of us uh, growing up in the church, the afterlife wasn't uh, about mansions and golden streets. It was about hellfire and brimstone because we were not, able to sit at the table according to the the rhetoric that we grew up with right. and so I, I love that there that you have this as well and it's a it's a place where people can talk about it and and we can we can explore our damage and uh, but I also love that there's a there's a big movement in uh, in the, the religion where there are affirming churches and people are welcome well, and I told um, the guest that's on this coming uh, weekend's episode is the rabbi Denise Ager, who is the founding rabbi at Colomy in West Hollywood. Very progressive. I mean, she's a lesbian and she has really forged the, the queer movement within Judaism. And it's funny that you say place at the table because she had this uh, thing that she said about we don't just say you have a place at the table. We encourage you to make your own table. And that resonated with me to a place oh. where shaken by it. Um, but uh, yeah, so so if you uh, have not subscribed already, please do, because then you can hear that conversation. Well, and also don't just build your own table, bake the dinner, fill up a plate, pass out the plates to the people you want at your table. Yeah. I've watched as you've been a part of a number of conversations like this. I, in fact, I realized after we talked about them on our show, the trans bishop up in Northern California, you were on a summit panel with them last year. Yeah. Yeah, so, so all those people are coming back. So I'm very fortunate to have collected them into my my media pocket, and they're all going to have their own episode, which is exciting. Um, and uh, there was one other thing. Oh my gosh, it just left my mind. But yes, all those people that I had on the this, the Faith Summit panel are going to be coming back. Um, Megan, uh, um, I forget what her last name is. Roar, or, uh, she's from Queer Eye. Um, and I have I'm doing a panel uh, that I'm coordinating right now with all queer people from my hometown to see how growing up in a church-centric environment impacted um, people from all different ages, because it's changing. You know, growing up gay at my age is not the same as growing up gay as it is now in Decatur, Alabama. You know what I mean? Yeah. The um, And also, we still get, you know, I still weekly, at least, get a message about somebody who just found Southern Baptist Sissies who is going through the struggle. So as much as visibility continues to increase, this specific struggle continues to exist for the youngest members of our community in so many places. I told um, the rabbi this past week, I said that if, if religion is to be saved, I'm convinced that it's gonna be done so by the queer voices, that gays are gonna be the ones that save religion because they're the ones who are gonna be speaking louder, uh, more fervently, and have been through the fire so that they are even more passionate about what they have come to to believe. Uh-huh, and also well, that man- I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I'm just saying I just love this because it's so important because we, we think it doesn't all, we don't think it, it it exists anymore. We or we think that it's so much less than it was. And just this week, one, you know, I mean, Matt, you know, my friends, uh, Kevin and Patrick and uh, uh, Kevin called me and he asked me for some help, some resources, because this 14 year old uh, kid of this a uh, very, very religious family came out and is now suicidal because the dad kicked him out of the house. And I mean, it's just um, in the name of God, it, it's it's just so interesting and sad that it's still happening. And there's so much hate, hatred for yeah. who you are. You're exactly right. 
hopefully we can change that. And y'all are doing a great job at that as well. I mean, you have inspired the conversations that other people are having. And I mean, you two have been a part of the conversation that I'm having with myself about this. So uh, keep doing what you're doing because it is impacting a ton of folks. Well, and so we got the serious stuff. Y'all subscribe to Fagnostic, go listen, come back and tell us what you thought. The first episode was fantastic. I listened to the whole thing before we did ours so I could be prepared. Uh, let us know what you think of ours. But how is the other things in your world, Matt Hayes? How's Porter? Somebody asked. Uh, Porter's great. We just got back from he Vegas. Back he was. He just hopped down because he was in my lap. And he, he gets me settled into work mode. And then he goes and, and takes a nap. Uh, but he's great. Uh, he got his summer cut. So he's looking very snatched. Uh, I'm hoping to look snatched myself um, as summer approaches. Uh, Everything else is great. Uh, I, I'm working a lot, which is wonderful. Uh, I have new representation, which is exciting. Um, I'm yes. not dating anyone. Uh, so, you know, still looking for love and all the, you know, whatever places. And all the places? Mm -hmm. All the places, literally uh -huh. all the places. Yes. And, and if you don't know uh, Mac, Matt's work outside of, I mean, you know, we're introducing a lot of you to him today, but Matt's an amazing actor and he's a great writer and, and director. And he was uh, so successful with his, his short film. And uh, please tell everybody how they can see that right now. So we're streaming on two different um, uh, mediums. One is the Deku app, which is a, as an app uh, centered around queer uh, content. Uh, that's available on the App Store through Apple, Roku, um, all that stuff. And then also on Amazon, you can just search Cognitive and it'll come up um, with the other uh, streaming app there as well. Um, and you can find links to those on my website too, matthays.com, M-A-T-H-A-Y-E-S. Scrolling at the bottom of your screen. Yes. Leanne said Matt's been working out. She can see it. He has been working out because uh, he wants to, to be snatched for the summer, Leanne. And hopefully somebody will snatch snatched Me. and snatched up right <laughs> please <laughs> um truly anything else you need to tell the people y'all go over to his website check out all of the links subscribe to fagnostic please it, it helps me out um tremendously to see uh feedback uh because i'm still growing this and i you know uh, every episode is changing so far in terms of like what i'm focusing on how fast it's moving how long it is so anything you tell me i appreciate um as long as it's constructive because uh, I don't like when people demean other people just for the sake of demeaning. And I might spew it right back to you if you try me. My. <laughs> well, I have to tell you, you're a natural. I loved doing your show. Uh, oh, it was just like sitting at the dinner table over, you know, some food that I made and talking to you. That's exactly how it felt to me. And that, that's a, that, that says much. I appreciate it. Well, y'all go check it out, please. And I think people are really too. Enjoy the conversations. Thank you for coming and spending time with us here today. Thank y'all. I love you both dearly, and I'll see you later. Love you too. Bye we'll now. see you later. All right. Bye, y'all. I'll see y'all. I'm not even kidding. You know, I've done a lot of podcasts. We've talked about religion and sexuality. I didn't think I had anything new left to say on the subject and really did talk about it in a way that I've never talked about it before because of how well Matt facilitates the conversation. So do go check out agnostic and come back and tell us what you thought of the, our episode. I don't really care what you think of the other ones. That's his problem. I'm sorry. I'm having such a hard time here. This is excruciating for me because you know, I love to talk and I'm just, I'm scared. I'm going to stomp on you. But uh, I, I, I'm hearing more now. It's, I guess the, with the three, it was just every other word, but anyway, here we go. 
Ah, uh, yes. Well, you know, it is Pride Month. It starts today. Y'all, my main thought on social media today was like, y'all save something for tomorrow. It's a whole month. It was like every company, every corporation. Look at you. So proud. I do. All of it I, got out. I, I, but I am continuing our Pride Watch, our Pride Merch. And, you know, if you don't feel comfortable wearing a rainbow or you think it's tacky, one, shut up. But two, you don't have to. Uh, but if you have a furry friend, a fur baby, y'all, there is more Animal Pride merch out this year. Take a look at this. These are just on Etsy. Of course, you got rainbow collars for your cat, your dog, probably your iguana if you want. A rainbow dog harness. A matching set of a mask for you and a bandana for them. This small dog shirt that says love is love. A personalized tag, squeak toy, snuffle ball, cat bandana. I mean, if you want it for your pet, somebody on Etsy has made a pride version for you. Now, do you have pride merch for your three little bitches? Well, that's so funny that you, when the story came up, I, uh, Caroline Shores, uh, you know, has an Etsy store, my daughter, and she sent me today pictures of these bandanas, these pride bandanas that she has made for my dogs, and they are going to go on sale, so we'll have to plug her as well. Yes, uh, oh my gosh, tell her to get on and get us a link. So, so if when I, it's the moment I get these 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 bandanas, I will have Bitsy May and Gracie Louise and Sissy model them here on the show. Oh, um, you know, once Gracie is a model, you will not be able to tell her anything. You think getting on the elevator is hard now? She'll oh, she'd be the worst on a runway though. She'd just put on those brakes. Just like a this. diva. Yes, she says I do not get out of the doggy bed for less than ten thousand. John so, said, I love um, Wait, I'm not done. The uh, I had some thoughts because there's lots of rainbows, but I think they should get more into like the graphic tees. I had a few thoughts for the animals. Like, you know, maybe you've got a pet pig and they wear a shirt that says, I'm not gay, but my human is. You know, one of those. <laughs> That's and fantastic. Then, and then this one for your dog that says, me and my human both sniff butts. Oh, <laughs> should I give those to Caroline for her Etsy store? Yes. For, as oh, her, give her some pictures. I just want Gracie walking around in a little tiny Chihuahua half T-shirt that says, me and my human both lick butts. Sniff Lick butt. or sniff? I, both. <laughs> Either. You make it options. <laughs> okay. I don't know why. I saw this story. Y'all, I included that entire story just so I could say that. Because, you know, I scroll through store, lots of stories that don't include and I was like, nope, just to make my joke about a t-shirt that says, me and my human both sniff butts. Happy pride. I like the other one too. I'm not gay, but my human is. That's fantastic. Because yep. um, uh, I don't I don't know. I don't know. I think uh, two of my dogs are straight, I think. I, I'm not sure about uh, Sissy. I don't think, I don't know what she I feel is. like Sissy is maybe bi or pan. I think she welcomes all lovers. But 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 you have to admit that sometimes Bitsy May seems just like some uh, just an old lesbian that she's cranky yeah. now she's uh -huh. cranky. Uh -huh. 
Not uh -huh. that all, oh, I'm going to get in trouble. Not that lesbians are cranky. I just meant old people are cranky now that Bitsy uh -huh. May's old. All right. Uh, speaking of lesbians, here's a nice segue. We told you a story a few weeks ago about 13-year-old Izzy uh, Deeker in Kansas. Bus driver Christy Galdino reported her saying she used inappropriate language, saying, I'm a fucking lesbian, and refused to move when asked. Well, uh, the school board checked the video and it showed she did not comply. She did comply and did not swear. And the, the other students used shockingly profane language and were not punished. So the driver and the principal she reported it to, who did not watch the video and approved her ban from the bus, were both in violation of school policy and her Title IX rights. So y'all, Izzy won. Yay, Izzy. And a school board, uh, a Kansas school board attorney wrote at a deeper level, the actions of the respondents reflected that they fundamentally disapproved of her sexual orientation and quite possibly her as well. Strong language there. Uh, now, Izzy now has a different bus driver and her father plans to pull her and her sister out of the school next year, having lost faith in the district. Hmm. I love that. Good for Izzy and her family. And I did love that the Kansas State Board said this was clearly a disapproval of the content of her speech, basically. Her talking about her sexuality, not about her behavior. And then this bus driver lied to get her in trouble. I mean, thank goodness there was a video. It, 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 it's despicable that an adult, yeah. an adult, would go after a child and make up shit. Yeah. Where is that? What's her name again? Christy Galdino. Uh-huh. Hope she's embarrassed. Like I, you know, that I might start throwing stuff. I yep. just might start throwing stuff at people like Christy Galdino. Correct. Also, but also, and like good for Izzy for winning this, but like I can't even imagine at 13 years old having to go up a bus driver and a principal at your school, like two adults lying about you and having to go yeah. through this long process. You know, I could barely figure out like what to wear to get to school without having an anxiety attack, much less having to deal with a, an adult lying about you to get you in trouble. But it seems to me that Izzy's a very strong young woman. And yes. good for her and her and, and, and great supportive dad. Um, I'm sure yes. mom is too. Yes. Love it. Good for you, Izzy. And then up next, y'all, it is Pride Month. It is the summer of slut. It is, as Lil Nas X told us, get your hole out and post it on Maine. Well, Troy Savon is listening and he posted this photo in a mesh bodysuit thigh-high boots, and what looks to be an orange leopard thong, particularly, and he literally tweeted it and said, fine, I'll get Cheeks out on Maine and posted this photo. Well, I applaud, obviously, you'll know how I feel about scantily clad public, but it went further, and after posting it, he sent an emoji at Lil Nas X, just the emoji of the little sunshine holding its sunglasses down, like looking over the top of them. And Lil Nas X's response was an emoji sucking the toe of a foot. <laughs> I mean, I cannot tell you what joy it brings me to see our young, gay, queer, out musician celebrities being able to flirt online, 
get basically naked online with no care in the world for what the bigots will say. In all seriousness, it brings me such joy. Like the terror I would have personally felt and them just happily like winking and cheekily flirting with each other. It makes me so happy. Yeah, me too. It just makes me smile. And also that mesh suit and that dong. Yes, yes, sir. Please, Troy. I don't know who he is, Emerson. Tell me who he is. We talked about it the last episode. If you go back and listen to it, you'll hear what I say it. No, Troy Sylvan. Uh-huh. On the very last episode, we talked about Troy Sivan. He's the one that sang that Bloom song about penetrative anal sex. Oh, 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 yes, yes, I remember him. I'm sorry. I, it, it didn't ring a bell for a minute. I'm Thank just you. being silly. No, you know what I love in all seriousness about that? There are now so many out younger celebrities, younger artists, younger musicians. It's impossible to know them all. And that is such a win. Remember 10 years ago when you could basically name everybody on the out 100 list? So I mean it in the best possible way. Why would you? He is one of many, but I personally love him. Uh, but it is a wonderful thing that it's no longer possible to keep track of everyone in our community that is out and doing great work in the arts somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. But this uh, next one you know. Uh, I guess we have time for one final story. We, yeah. we shared before, we've shared before about Blue's Clues, uh, support of our community, and now they've released a full pride number with a, a number sung by Drag Race, Miss Congeniality, my friend, Nina West. And it describes all kinds of families, two daddies, two mommies, non-binary parents, trans members, chosen family, ace, bi, and pan. And all the flags are represented in singing. All families are made differently. They love each other so proudly. So good for them and good for Nina. I love it so much. And this stuff and how revolutionary this would have once been, just casually teaching children. There are all kinds of families. There is every family. There's your chosen family, the family you make, the family you're born into, and all of those look different. It's just such a lovely lesson because if kids learn it at the beginning, it's never an issue from there on. You know? Mm. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Hey, look at us, Del Shores. You did a great job considering the challenges Woo! and the technical stuff. I was on that struggle bus, y'all. I have to. I will. I promise you, I will buy that nine ninety nine internet uh, next time instead of trusting this one. Um, so as long as I'm here. I mean, we're glad that you are. I will be coming over to abuse that swimming pool on the rooftop. Um, Come over, seriously. I maybe tomorrow. Um, I'll can't. send you. I'll send you a text about it. I'll send you a group text. I know. I can't. I gotta wait till the weekend. I got work to do for that other thing. Lord, it's back to having work to do. Um, but one more time before we go, we do appreciate those of you and however you support us, whether it's sharing the podcast with somebody else. If you can tip and want to, that is on Venmo at Emerson Collins or on PayPal to Beard Collins Shores at Productions at gmail.com is the whole thing. Thank you to Jigs, who did give us the other $9.99, so I have some, and Dell does as well. Oh, Jigs, you're, you're too much. Jigs, my wonderful friend who is just a brilliant writer. 
And we are grateful to wherever you listen, whether you watched us live and comment along. We love that. We do this because it's fun to have the conversation. And if you're listening back later, we appreciate that as well. It's Tuesday or Monday of a four-day week, depending on how you look at it. Yes, and we will see you on Friday. That's it. We'll be back on Friday. Bye, y'all. Bye-bye.